1: Happy insert time of day here. Welcome back to the Bar Varsity Podcast. Today's our content edition. My name is Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid.
2: What's up, everybody? Colby here. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains. All one word.
0: What's up, y'all? Good to be back once again. Consistently. Uh, my name is David Rivera, and you can find me on
2: Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. I'm just now realizing that we never acknowledged that Aaron wasn't there. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: well, Aaron's We're just kinda, still not here.
2: We,
0: yeah. Aaron's not feeling very well today. Despite, yeah. the, despite the field hockey national championship, Aaron's feeling a little under the weather. So he's taking, uh, he's taking a day.
2: Yeah. So um Yeah, I just realized that like as soon as we started talking that we didn't even mention that that Aaron wasn't there. Yikes. That's okay though. We should talk about stuff. How's that sound? Yeah. Good.
0: I like talking about stuff. Riverdale. Oh
2: god. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Riverdale. Anything with that. It's still good. Like I said, I'm going to be disappointed after this episode. Okay, the most recent episode is not as good as the throwback episode. Colby,
0: you haven't experienced the highs and lows of high school football.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) The absurdity
1: is is just through the roof on some of the quotes and some of this dialogue in the show. But I guess... That's the whole point, because they're trying to make somewhat of a cartoonish and somewhat non-realistic dialogue. It just sounds stupid in real life to normal people.
2: To normal people. It was... I will say that that scene was the maddest I ever was at Riverdale. That was when I almost jumped off the wagon. I was close. I was really close. But this episode, I really liked. I really like the direction you're taking the season. I think that it's smart. I think that it has stakes for once. I think it's good. I'm really liking it. Mav, I know you're caught up, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm fully caught up.
2: Um,
1: yeah, I, I, I'd i agree. With definitely, There's it seems to be finally some stakes at hand because what has often seemed like just a jumbled mess of randomness now actually seems like there is a bigger game to be played in this world that we're watching.
2: Yeah. Um, And it's interesting. I like the little bit of supernatural stuff going on. I think it's a good little twist. Um, I say, let's see where this season goes again. We are what six episodes in four four, or five or six, something like that. And at this point last season, I was still on board, but I, I think that there's a stronger foundation this season than there was last. So I'm along for the ride at this point. Uh, and I'm more than happy to see where it goes.
0: Hmm. So better than last season, or at least a better oh, start yeah. than last season. Cause I started the last, I started the second season and well, it was just, just trying
1: tried. to find its way, whereas this one found its way really quickly, and it's like, here's what this season is about.
2: Yeah. Last year took a while to find its groove, and ev- and once it got it, it like changed plot lines for half the season, which was really frustrating, especially while I was binging it because I didn't watch it week to week. Um, maybe if I was watching it week to week, I would have not hated it as much but watching it all at once it just felt like they dropped the plot line and then picked it up seven episodes later so i understand what you're going through i wouldn't even blame you if you skipped the second season altogether
0: yeah it was just so hard to get in after the first season had picked up and gone all the way through i started watching the second season and just i couldn't sustain it for
2: whatever reason Yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. But I do think it's worth it um to at least see season 3. That's fair. And we can fill you in on what you need if you want to skip it, but <laughs> Um let's see. Let's keep talking. Game of Thrones. We got a teaser. It's lit. I'm April so excited. 2019 Valar Morghulis. 2019 Um, they are going with a hashtag, hashtag for the throne. I don't like it (laughs) at all. It's okay. I think it's dumb. So I, I was talking with some of my internet friends on the storm of spoilers slack and which is the slack page for the podcast storm of spoilers. And one of the hosts brought up in the slack uh, how would you feel if going into – are y'all Lord of the Rings fans?
0: Yeah.
1: Never watched them, as y'all remember.
2: Okay. Right. Well, Colby, you're speaking to me then. <laughs> they, they said, how would you feel if the tagline for Return of the King was hashtag for the ring? It's okay. Like, that's I, not exactly what this is about.
0: I I get it. Yeah.
2: I get it. So It's frustrating. I think we're going to get another... Tra- it's been speculated there's going to be another trailer coming during the Super Bowl, and there will probably be a different marketing campaign coming after that. That I think that's what happened last season. But yeah, April 2019.
0: I just hope that they learn from their mistakes from season seven. I can see why people had issues with the writing in season seven, and I just hope they kind of see how that went and ended off in a way that everyone's satisfied with. And no Um, more, no more fast travel.
2: Okay. I recently watched season one and there were some fast travel. There was,
0: there was, but when you have people going from like one continent to the next in like (laughs) a blink, it's like, all right. The only one that I'll accept fast travel from is Varys because that (laughs) man is a myth and a legend.
2: Mysterious little bugger. I know! The eunuch. Oh. So, on that same podcast, Storm of Spoilers, um, Joanna Robinson of Vanity Fair has speculated that the start date for Game of Thrones will be April 28th. Um, She got that by taking the start date of Tree Detective Season 3, um, lining that up Uh, Having all those episodes out. And then next week they would start uh, Big Little Lies Season 2. And then by the time Big Little Lies Season 2 ends, right after that, would be Game of Thrones Season 8. That is where she got April 28th from. Uh, Personally, I can see them doing a lead-in with True Detective Season. Like the season finale of True Detective leading into uh, Big Little Lies Season 2 which would push the start date for Game of Thrones up to April 21st. But I think that either of those are a good target date um, for Game of Thrones. I have it in my calendar. It's April 28th. And yes, I do keep a calendar of all the major releases coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> They're all in orange. It's all color-coded. Bloody. I have all my sports in there. Like, all the all the games of all the teams that i need and i have all the major releases gotta keep everything straight it's important oh. um let's see shall we talk about shall we end with the um fantastic beast i think we yeah end with
0: yeah, yeah let's we ended Monday. We ended Monday's podcast with the. Well, we didn't end it with the rant, but we we saved the rant. So let's <laughs> let's save let's save that for later.
2: All right. So let's go ahead and hit an Audible. Uh, so this segment is brought to you by Audible. For you, the listeners of never made varsity. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free thirty day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I've listened to The Odyssey, uh, by Homer through Audible you can listen to that or another audiobook free by trying Audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com nmvpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com nmvpod for your free audiobook. So, we got a bunch of trailers this week. Um, including the Game of Thrones trailer. But, the one that caught me by the tr- um, surprise was Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu? Pikachu voiced
0: so, by none other than the illustrious magnificent smooth tones
2: of Ryan Reynolds Mr. Poole Mr. Poole which let us which when I personally was watching the trailer for Detective Pikachu all I could hear was Deadpool really cuz I was like I
0: thought that that was going to be the case but I think if it was anyone else I think it would have felt weird, but Ryan Reynolds has this like weird security that comes with him that, you know, that whatever he's in is going to be at the very least fun. So it's like, I was comfortable with, with the, uh, with the voice change, with the voice.
2: I'll probably get over it.
0: Yeah. Like I had an okay time separating the two.
2: So, but that led us, we'll get into the, what we thought of trailer later, but first, If Ryan Reynolds was not doing, uh, was not voicing the title Pikachu, who would you want to voice um, the detective?
0: So I asked this question because I know a lot of people, when it came out that there would be a detective Pikachu movie, that there was a campaign to have Danny DeVito voice Pikachu. Oh my gosh. If you don't know who Danny DeVito is, what are you doing with your life? But regardless, there were people that wanted to see Danny DeVito voicing Detective Pikachu, which I think would have been hilarious. Um, but that's where this question kind of spawned
2: out of. Do you have an answer? Because I have a couple.
0: Um, I would love, like, I would love to see a tiny, cute little Pikachu with Michael Fassbender's voice coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking, like a little, or like Tom Hiddleston like in english like a like a like a british person like a
1: hey get yeah. a nice crims, chris hemsworth but no um I'll, oh wait I'll wait t-
0: wait wait before you go before i forget this cuz i know if if i i'll forget this if i don't say it Taika watiti is cord but coming out of pikachu's <laughs> mouth hey uh, my cool. name's pikachu but <laughs> <laughs> i shoot uh, electricity out of my tail <laughs>
1: Like, mine might be be somewhat of a non-answer, but I feel like a lot of hardcore Pokemon people are sort of upset that Pikachu's speaking something other than Pika Pika. Pikachu should not be speaking English. Have y'all seen the Pokemon the movie?
2: The one where... Uh, Are you talking about the clip that came up on Twitter the other day? Yes, where Pikachu (laughs) actually talked. Yeah, that's weirder. That that video makes me laugh every single time.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is it's a bunch of adults reacting.
2: I know. <laughs> None of the kids care. Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But I just wanted another peek at you.
2: <laughs> it's but yeah, because... what about y'all? I don't want to leave you. Um, I said... um. John Mulaney as, uh, Detective J.J. Vitton. I, oh my god. <laughs> I think that would be good, but also, um, whoever played the gargoyle on, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame just like, I'm talking to a bird! Um, that gargoyle, that I way. think that would be. <laughs> so you
0: were thinking about Hunchback of Notre Dame before this?
2: <laughs> yes, I was. But specifically that part, uh, where he yells, I'm talking to a bird. <laughs>
1: Mike Myers.
2: Oh, As Austin I, Powers.
0: Yeah. As Austin Powers. Okay. I was about to say because I couldn't, I would be, I would just hear Shrek. Like that's one I don't think I could get over.
2: But how did y'all feel about the trailer? Because I think there were some mixed feelings.
0: I went in with the lowest of low expectations and I came out saying I need to see this movie.
1: I think it looks fun. I don't know if I'll see it.
0: Do y'all realize this is the first live-action Pokemon movie? Makes sense. It just did, like, of all the the franchises you would think would have a, a, a live-action movie by now, in this day and age of milking for everything for what it's worth, you would think that Pokemon would have already had a live-action movie. And to think that the first avenue they'd break into would be Detective Pikachu. <laughs> it's and like... like some-
1: essentially, like, non-canon or, like, away from the main kind of Pokemon narrative.
2: It's a bold move, Cotton.
0: And you know what? It I thought it was great. I love the little touch of them putting the original Pikachu sound in there uh, when they're like, you can hear him, right? <laughs> I thought that was adorable. Um, having, I, oh, sorry,
2: go ahead. It's, I think no, only a couple of the Pokemon looked creepy, which I think is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I thought the vul- the
0: Bulbasaur's look cool. The Greninja's look really cool. Charizard they changed up the look, but I think looks also really good. Jigglypuff with fur makes me feel weird.
2: Yeah, but I feel like jiggly, uh smooth Jigglypuff would be equally weird.
0: I get it, like just a like <laughs> like a baby's bottom.
2: I forget who, but somebody said, I need a scene of Jigglypuff singing in a nightclub and everybody's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It needs to be like, the y'all haven't seen A Star is Born, but the first scene with um Lady Gaga and A Star is Born, he, uh just Jigglypuff singing in a drag club. <laughs> yes. And Jigglypuff's the only non-drag queen allowed to sing.
0: <laughs> I think... Um... A lot of people are saying Mr. Mime looks creepy, which I will admit, even before this live-action movie, Mr. Mime creeped me out. So, <laughs> it's not the movie. It's just...
2: Plus it. His name is Mr. Mime. <laughs> I almost said him,
0: but it. <laughs> it is weird. So, but I think um, it looks cool.
2: I think it looks cool, too. It can be a really good video game movie. So... The actor who blurry. plays
0: um, the main character... Looks like he isn't a brick wall. So that's always a step up in video game movies.
2: I'm only going to see him as his character in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Jurassic World 2.
0: Oh, it's that guy! Yeah. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. Oh, he'll be fine.
2: Yeah, I think he'll be fine.
0: The little Psyduck made me laugh, too.
2: Psyduck look a little creepy. Only a little bit. Well, it says it says, it says it says beady little eyes. Yeah, it's the eyes for sure. It's the eyes. It's the, it's the huge whites with a tiny pupil. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Toy Story Four. Wow, what the fork is going on? What the fork <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Am I the only one that's like contending that it's a spork? It, I think it is a spork. Okay. If I were, I'm just remembering it. I I think it, no, but his name, I think his, his name is Sporky. Forky, his but he's a, Forky.
0: he's a spork. I hope that's a plot point in the movie. Book it.
2: <laughs> Forky. Uh, yeah, he's for sure a spork. He, they, hey, they, hey, they are they. definitely, a, yeah. <laughs> they are definitely a, a spork. Let,
0: let's use the right pronouns on this podcast here. Okay. All right. <laughs> No, but... uh,
2: I see a still of Forky holding a fork and a spoon. So it'll be a plot point. I believe so.
0: But also, do you see that Keegan-Michael Key and... um, Peel, I forget his full name. Jordan Peel. Jordan Jordan Peel. Are also going to be in the movie.
2: I saw the trailer reaction video that... (laughs) Yeah. Pixar made. Yeah. Should... I... Look, they've earned all the goodwill. Mm-hmm. So... I even enjoyed... I even enjoyed
0: Keegan-Michael Key in Predators. Or, sorry, no. The Predator. So, that's saying something.
2: <laughs> no, I meant toy, the Toy Story franchise. Oh, Toy Story. I, I, thought
0: you, I thought you meant Key and Peele. Well, they have.
2: Um... But specifically, I, the Toy Story franchise has earned all the goodwill in the world. So.
0: I just... I When I heard that they were making a Toy Story 4, I was like, why? I was upset because I was like, it ended off on such a good... Like, a, a good stopping point that I didn't feel like it was necessary to make a fourth. But if they make it a good movie, I can't complain. Like, I if, it, if they'll make me eat my words.
2: Yeah. Um... I mean, I'll
0: I'll see
2: it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Mav, what are you thinking? I mean, Toy Story is one of my favorite, if not
1: my favorite, Pixar film of all time. Like the whole series is one of the greatest I think in Disney Pixar overall. But I think it kind of gets stretched out a little bit because I didn't care. I mean, a lot of people really like three. I just kind of started. Other than the last scene. I I just thought Toy Story 3 was okay. So I just need a strong narrative for 4. I really enjoy Toy Story
2: 3. <laughs> yep. Um but I I I understand where you're going, where you're coming from. But my thing about Toy Story 3 is that it had an air of like David said, it had an air of finality. So I don't know where they're going. But I, I'll be along for the ride.
1: And that was the thing. Like, I really enjoyed the finality of the end. Like, mm-hmm. giving away the toys and, like, having someone. And so, like, I don't really understand what this is going to be about then. Because I know when the – because they've announced it, like, like over a year ago, something that this was going to happen. And this is just the official announcement, really. Because um, someone was like, it, it was going to be the story of Andy's mom uh, in her childhood or somewhat of a prequel of sorts with like her own set but i don't i'm not sure how that would make sense really i just need a st- i need a strong
2: story for this to keep going we will see you'll see and we got a dumbo trailer um i don't know about y'all but i feel like a lot of people i've talked to don't love the original dumbo do y'all have any strong feelings about dumbo but I don't um, have I don't have strong feelings. I
0: I watched it a lot as a kid. It was one of those VHSs that I had in the rotation. Um I liked it as a kid. There were some parts that freaked me out. And I think y'all know what those are. But um like when he <laughs> sips on some of that lean and it starts uh <laughs> starts hallucinating a little bit. Um but no, I mean It's been a while. I think we've kind of moved away from that generation that, like, we're in that generation that was, like, like, they're liking Tangled and Frozen and stuff, and so we've kind of moved away from that classic Disney era, and so not as many people are hyped for this as I think would be for, like, let's say a reboot of, like, or, like, the Lion King reboot.
2: Yeah. But I I do think Dumbo. So Dumbo's runtime isn't much longer than an hour. No, I it's it's think. a very like, short movie. It's a very short feature. So there there is room to flesh out the story a little bit. So I I don't hate that they're redoing Dumbo for a change. Um, I think Dumbo looks as good as he looks. I mean, he looks better than the animals in The Greatest Showman. Um, I. I'm interested to see where they take the story. Honestly, I don't remember anything about Dumbo. I probably will rewatch it at some point before I see the movie, but it's in my calendar. I am planning to see it. So, we'll see. Um, some people tr- cried at the trailer. I didn't think it was that emotional. I saw <laughs> oh, a little Dumbo man. in the clown makeup, and I was like, oh! I didn't cry, but it was still... Did you see the... um? To tweet that was like um, it was a screenshot of that and it said Joker 2019 <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> that's good I like that one Um, but yeah I, I'm i into it we, we'll see how it goes I, I'll put aside my Disney jadedness for a little bit to, to see Dumbo fair enough all right. Anything else before I start my rant? It's time. All right. It is all you, buddy. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, directed by David Yates. David Yates, who did the last several uh, Harry Potter movies, uh, also did the first Fantastic Beast. I liked Fantastic Beasts. I know a lot of people did not like Fantastic Beasts, and I understand where they're coming from. I very much enjoyed being back in the Wizarding World, and that kind of brought me through some of the bad parts of that movie. Um, Maverick, have you seen the first Fantastic Beasts?
1: I actually didn't.
2: That's fine. Uh, David, you saw it, yes? I did, yes. Thoughts, just so I know what I'm going off of?
0: I, I mean, I thought it was enjoyable enough. I didn't love it as much as, I mean, like, my, okay, so, like, my least favorite Harry Potter movie is the fifth one, Order of the, uh, Order of the Phoenix, and I, you know what, that might not be totally accurate. I, I thought Half-Blood Prince was just a little boring, but I would, I'll stick with Order of the Phoenix, and I thought it was, I had a fun time, I had a funner time than Order of the, Order of the Phoenix.
2: A funner time.
0: What I don't you know, I'm tired. I'm hungry.
2: Um so I like I said, I liked it. Both of the Fantastic Beast movies are written by JK Rowling. So going into the movie, I kinda knew what vibe to expect, and the vibe that you think you're going to expect, you get you get that same type of dialogue that works you get directing that kind of knows what it's doing with the magic and knows the beats to hit to make it feel like you're back in the wizarding world um which is good but the more and more i think about this movie the less i like it i came out of it thinking it was fine now I just keep getting more and more annoyed. It, it's very similar to how I felt about Solo. Go uh, off, to be sis. Honest with you, go off, sis. Do uh, it. So, so the good and her, the beasts. The beasts are good. I like the beasts. Uh, I think that they are a. They're treated like vignettes, almost like they aren't a part of the story. They just like take a break from the plot to have fun with a beast, so they can justify calling the series "Fantastic Beasts." <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, those are good. I enjoy those moments. Eddie Redmayne, some people don't like him. I really enjoy him as a leading man. I think it's different to have kind of a gentler protagonist in an action series is very refreshing. I think he plays that role really well. Um, and Dan Fogler, um, who plays his little friend is always great. Um, that is what I think is good about the movie. The meh. The, uh, it was good, but I really want more. Dumbledore's portrayal. uh, Jude Law did a wonderful time. Or did a wonderful time, good lord. He did a wonderful job. I totally bought him as Dumbledore. And I can see the through line from this Dumbledore to the Dumbledore that we see... Um, indeed the, in the main series my problem with it is that the dumbledore that we see in fantastic beasts is kind of already the dumbledore that we see in the original series in that he's already that like political mastermind moving all the pieces where he wants to move them so that he gets where what he wants which is fine. It's a very familiar Dumbledore, but I wish I would see him make a mistake. You know? Like him try to do some of that lying to students that he loves to do. And have that turn into a problem for him instead of him always getting everything that he wants, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah. The bad. The entire third act. <laughs> um, I... I'm not going to spoil anything because there are some major twists and major reveals, but the character motivations make no sense. There is one big character choice that takes place in the final act that makes absolutely, to me, doesn't make any lick of sense whatsoever. And I was confused as to why that character was doing what they were doing. Also, as with the original trilogy, uh, Grindelwald is like pre-Voldemort which has heirs of fascism. It's supposed to have heirs of fascism. It's, he's supposed to be a fascist symbol. J.K. Rowling made some choices <laughs> in this movie to the, to try to make a to try to make a point how fascist leaders gain followers. Which I think she made a very good point. There's like a, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Grindelwald has a monologue as he is like the main, (laughs) the main baddie. He he has his monologue in the show or yeah, in the movie. And it's very good. I think for the first three quarters, and then the last quarter totally loses me for reasons I really can't talk about because it's spoilers, but it really muddles the point that I think that she was trying to make, which makes it really, really hard for me to to have faith in the, in the coding that she's doing for this movie. Um, J.K. is very aware of when she is making this movie. She is very aware with the political landscape of the the world right now. But I really think there's a better way she could have made that point than the choice that she made. Um, next. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. But I'm going to be that guy. J.K. has no idea what she's doing with the canon of Harry Potter. For example, uh... There are flashbacks to Newt's childhood, or not childhood, his teenagerhood in the movie when his time at his time at Hogwarts. During that time, uh, Professor McGonagall walks into the room. Previously, up until Friday, I think, on Pottermore.com, which is canon. It is established that Pottermore is canon. Professor McGonagall is younger than Newt's Scamander, but somehow she is a professor while Newt is still 15. Since then, every mention of Professor McGonagall's birth date has been removed from Pottermore. Um, JK has said that she is bad with dates. Like she has said this in the past. There is no mention of any other McGonagall in the universe in the Harry Potter universe, I just think that she needs somebody talking to her to let her, help her keep dates straight. If she's going to keep writing these movies. I don't think that she should keep writing these movies. Uh, the second thing is a problem that I've been having with Star Wars recently is the important bloodlines problem where I feel like the entire point of the first Harry Potter series is that it doesn't matter who you are, you can become a great wizard. uh Voldemort his entire conceit of his reigning is that pure bloodlines should have should be the ruling class of the world. But Harry's par- Harry does not come from a great bloodline. The Potters are a great bloodline. But Lily, I'm pretty sure, is either a half-blood or muggle-born. Can either of y'all check me on that?
0: Uh, I will look it up. Hold on.
2: I mean, at the yeah. very
1: least half, but if not, I think completely muggle-born. Because that was the whole issue, I think, with Chamber of Secrets. Exactly.
2: Yeah, so she is one of those. Uh, she's m- she's muggle-born. The- she's muggle-born. She is muggle-born. As is Hermione and Ron, all three of them coming from three very different bloodlines, but are still fantastic wizards. But everywhere you look in Fantastic Beasts, you see Ella Strange or another important wizarding family who are part of like the the heroic. Um, good lord, that was a weird free throw attempt. Sorry. Uh, that are part of this important... You see, heroes who are all of them who are part of important families, which I feel like destroys the entire conceit of what she was trying to say about Voldemort. I feel like this is getting kind of George Lucas-y. I think that someone needs to take the series away from J.K. before <laughs> before she really muddies up a lot of the canon that she that she has made so far
0: you would think that somebody would have like checked her on that and been like um
2: especially the mcgonigal thing like i don't know how she can get that it's on pottermore it's there everyone can see it and everyone looked it up after they went to the movie because people like, keep track of these things, it's so easy to just not have that Easter egg in there. Like, it's fine to not say that the professor walking into the room is McGonagall. You can do that, and people... There will be zero enjoyment taken away from the movie. You don't need these Easter eggs to have a good movie. And there are Easter eggs. Like, uh, Nicholas Flamel is in this movie, um, who was one of uh, Dumbledore's friends back in the day. And he has he does have Easter eggs that are there, but they don't take away from the plot. If you're going to put those in there, know what you're doing with them and don't destroy all the linear. Like the cannon. Just oh, don't. don't destroy the cannon while just to put a nice little nod in there. So I don't know. <clears throat> the more I think and again, there are parts <clears throat> of this movie that I think are good. i some people didn't like Ezra Miller, and it, I thought he did a good job. Johnny Depp is very, the as a as a villain, he doesn't do much. Um, Does he shape shift into someone else at the end of this one? Unfortunately, no. Great. I, I it, the the last thing I have to say is that there's three more movies of this. Uh-huh. and i don't know where they can find seven or eight more hours <laughs> to finish up this story especially when we know how it's going to end we know that dumbledore defeats grindelwald and takes control of the elder wand because they told us that in deathly hallows yeah so i don't know we will see i didn't I realize like
0: there... i didn't realize there were three more
2: there are three
0: more. <laughs> I thought it was three total,
2: not three yeah, more. There are, there are five of these movies coming. Also, this movie takes place in 1927, court according to Pottermore, uh, the, the final battle takes place in, like, the 40s. So there are 14 years of, of canon to catch up with. I think that... Lit. I think they should have gone the Star Wars story route. And just make little anthology movies taking place in the Wizarding World. I think they saw the success of like a screener of Fantastic Beasts and their WB's eyes got wide with money. There is WB again. DCEU Wizarding World what are you doing? Um. So I don't think this is all JK's fault. I think we are seeing a pattern with WB that needs to be curved but just the, the more this movie is with me, the less I like it, and I'm still going to go see the next one. That's how they get you. Yeah. But this, the, I don't think, if my fantasy box office is correct, and I underpredicted how much this movie would do in the box office. If I'm right and I still hang on to that number one spot to the, uh for the week. Um this movie is not going to make as much money as they, as they want. I feel like that would be the only deterrent to kind of change the direction of the movies, but there's just a lot of a lot of choices that I don't understand. It also doesn't feel like an ending. Like it definitely feels like it's part 2 of 5. Like it wasn't a movie. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of stuff happening. That's annoying. But I still liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you like what you heard, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Now I understand why Star Wars fans are mad at the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now,
0: not I harassing, not harassing people on Instagram, <laughs> mad, but like generally upset. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> It's the whole thing of, like, do you like? Do you even know what you're doing at this point? Like, do you know where this is going?
1: Or why extend the canon if you're not going to make everybody aware of it? Yep. Yeah. Because we had that conversation. And and I, now I believe you have seen the point that I was trying to make, because I remember that was something we sort of <laughs> disagreed on.
2: Yeah. And how I was
1: telling you how stuff about, like, uh holdo's character how they have written entire novels just about stuff according to her character and that um why am i forgetting but she like her character she didn't know anything about her character it was minute details but if if it's going to be in this canon if you're going to make it then they should be knowledgeable so that you're not overstepping the canon cuz canon's now, important to the fandom
2: now, i i will say that i think that is different in that i don't think that she needed I don't think, for the Minerva, for the McGonagall thing, I don't think she needed... It's not... There's nothing she can do about her supposed to be younger. (laughs) Like, she's supposed to be not born when this is happening. I will say that, but I do understand your point about canon. For the hardcore fans, canon is important. No matter how well you put it. I... If you're going to put an Easter egg in the movie, do it right. If you're, Because that's the point of an Easter egg. The Easter egg is supposed to reward the fan for knowing that that's a thing. Like, do y'all care for like a, the minorist spoiler? Go for it. Spoiler like, ni- alert ni- to those that care. Spoiler alert for like the minorist thing. Nicholas Flamel, he opens a cabinet and you can see the Sorcerer's Stone there. He's like, oh, cool. I know that Nicholas Flamel eventually gives the Sorcerer's stone to Dumbledore. Cool. I knew that. That's a cool thing for me to see in the background of a shot. Do they put... it rewards me for knowing that. But if you don't notice it, that's fine.
0: Did they put an emphasis on it, like, in the shot? Like, did they, like, linger on it or anything to give any hints? Or was it literally just, like, a passing shot?
2: It was glowing.
0: Oh, so, okay. So they made it relatively obvious.
2: They made it. If you knew what it was, you you knew it, what it was. Fair enough. But if you didn't know what it was, you you just blow by it and not even notice. But if you're gonna put a, if you're gonna put an Easter egg in there, make it correct. Uh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Your rant was longer <laughs> than my rant. I know. <laughs> I know. Anything else? <laughs> Nah, uh, I, I got I gotta apologize to a bunch of Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> Never admit that.
1: Apology accepted.
2: Captain not the ones Nita. that. Not, not the ones that harass no. women on the internet. Not you.
0: No, not them. <laughs> the ones that have general gripes about the Last Jedi. <laughs> Like, valid gripes, not the ones that are harassing
2: people on Instagram. So, if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyereld.com, <laughs> slash Never Made Varsity. Leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes. Anything you liked or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at nevermadepod. Pod. Thank you to Audible for sponsoring the show for your 30-day trial. Go to com slash nmvpod. Thank you to David Cutter for the music. Happy Thanksgiving. Have okay. a relaxing break. For Have more, a great Thanksgiving. A break. Yeah. And we'll see you on Monday.
0: Gobble, gobble.